Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the Girls and Boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B Boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A Boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Good morning. Welcome to your Friday. It's our Friday as well. I probably need to hop in the uh, stream here. That'd probably be nice. We're just going to do the production of the show live on air while I figure my life out here. Uh, uh, There's no Nebraska football, so I feel okay opening the show with this. Um, We started started off air talking a lot of fruit talk this morning. So, as you know, Andrew and I usually both drink a energy drink before mm-hmm. the show or as the show is getting started. Hey, I'm in the stream now, Shano. Uh, <laughs> and so, You're this morning. Some form of sparkling, uh, syrupy, yeah. um, ener- energetic juice yes. in the morning. And you, you've got a variety pack, and so mm-hmm. you end up you come in with a different flavor most mornings. And this morning... The uh, the flavor was kiwi guava. That is correct. And you so asked no free plugs. You asked me if if because you you poured into your cup because we had some some color issues earlier this week. Arctic <laughs> like blue apparently is yellow, and it's like the only time it's yellow in the Arctic is when somebody pees in the snow, and I'm <laughs> not trying to drink that. And uh, if we learned anything from Elf, do don't not eat, eat yellow, yellow snow. snow. Um, it just watched that. I think the day after Thanksgiving because we were kicking off Christmas season. So I love that movie. I do, too. I know some people don't. Well, those people are dumb. I, don't, I think so, too. I don't know what to tell you. If you, don't like, if you can't enjoy Elf on some level, I don't know what to tell you. I'm with you. Uh, I'm but, with yeah, you. so I was like, yeah, Arctic and yellow don't really mix for me. So you ask me, hey, is that what color you would expect kiwi guava to be? And I was like, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I, don't, I couldn't pick a guava out of a lineup. I don't think I've ever seen a guava. You got a gun to your head. I've heard, yeah. I'd be kidnapped, and they're like, all right, Ravi, we'll let you go, but you have to tell us which (laughs) one of these three fruits are a guava. I might be able to figure it out just by context clues, but if you just set one in front of me and said, what is this? I'm guessing probably either like guava or like kumquat, because those are the ones I've never seen before. Come what? Kumquat. It's a fruit or a vegetable or something. Um, It is something that grows on trees, I believe. Or no, in the ground, apples. <laughs> or in the it comes from nature. Well, a lot of things do. Uh, and so, uh, and then we were talking. I don't know how we got onto pears, but I was like, yeah, I had I had an Asian pear this morning. Well, I said, uh, all right, Ravi, tell me the difference. Is this a pear or a guava? And you're like, no, I like pears. I, I do would, like I would pears. I know what that is. I do like pears, and uh, I like Asian pears because they're kind of like a mix between a pear and an mm-hmm. apple. So mm-hmm. we're talking a lot about fruit this morning. Sure. Um, and that's all. That I don't have any transition to that, so we're going to move on. <laughs> I just wanted to share that with the people uh, and let them know what it was, was fresh on the mind, like yeah, our fruit. What was going <laughs> exactly incredible? You know what else is fresh on my mind? Now that's a transition. Is <laughs> but if you call it out, it makes it bad. Shoot, <laughs> I didn't go to TV school, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> now that's a bad transition. <laughs> the uh, the other one of the other things that's been fresh on my it actually broke late in uh, the kind of late in our show yesterday um, was Sports Illustrated, mm. which is perhaps a fruit gone bad at this point. <laughs> the, they named Dion Sanders 
their sports person of the year. They did. Now, just as a reminder, if you didn't watch the last nine weeks of college football, um, Colorado didn't end up being good. They started 3-0 and and then proceeded. Then AI wrote the story. <laughs> to lose eight of their last nine games, including blowing enormous leads to teams like Stanford, who is terrible. I mean, truly awful. And they're like, hold on, here's, here's, we're going we're gonna to spot you 21 points, and then we're going to go ahead and lose to you, terrible Stanford. Uh, so I'm having a hard time coming up with a legitimate reason other than Sports Illustrated is a dying entity, and they're just trying to get clicks. And by the way, it worked. Dion and Sports Illustrated were trending together on Twitter yesterday. So kudos for you at Sports Illustrated to trend for a day. Most people were trolling you, to be fair. But you were trending. Well done, sir or ma'ams. Clickbait is uh, also good press. Yes, yeah, it, it is good press. But when you're just being dragged on the Internet, like maybe we should have thought this Robbie, through. Let me tell you, though, I'm going to give you three reasons why. OK, Deion Sanders is sports person of the year. I'm not going to like this, but go ahead. He's so good. <laughs> that Assistants are leaving <laughs> so because are. they know they will never be good enough to be a part of Dion's <laughs> staff. Reason number one. Reason number two. He's so good. Recruits are decommitting. <laughs> Because they know they're not good enough to play for Deion Sanders' team. That you're right. When you're right, you're right. And, and last but certainly not least, he's so good, he won four times the games <laughs> that Colorado won last season. Four times the games. That number is so high, Kirby Smart and Nick Saban can't even <laughs> say that. He won 400% more games That is year why over Deion year. Sanders is your sports person of the year, Robbie. I think you're missing it. You I know, think you're missing the point. <laughs> you know, it is kind of funny because I said at the start of the year, if they win like four or five games, it's a miraculously successful year. But when they start 3-0 and and then lose eight out of nine, it takes a, la a little uh, – takes a little wind out of those sails. It's kind of like you were talking about with Rule earlier this uh, I think it was this week where or maybe last week, but they started 5 and 3. Mm -hmm. And people got a little out over their skis about what could happen, right? People are I mean, Expect expectations change. Because they won in the wrong order a little bit, right? Like if they lose eight of their first nine and then win three straight to end the season, like, okay, maybe a little positive momentum. Maybe they feel the same way about Dion, the way we felt about Scott Frost after he started the season 0-6 in his first year. Um, Scott Frost also finished 4-8, and did not win Sports Person of the Year in his first year as a coach at Nebraska, just in case anybody was wondering. Um, the, <laughs> the, I don't know how. I, but that's the funny thing is actually winning four games from the team they had last year is actually a really good job mm -hmm. if it hadn't looked the way it looked. Right. If they hadn't been so like the amount of vindication that came for people like me who was like, I don't like how this is happening. I don't think this makes any sense. This feels like smoke and mirrors. It feels like they've got a super average roster and a couple guys, you know, whether it's Shador or Travis Hunter or uh, Dylan Edwards, the running back outside of those guys, you're like, they're kind of just mid-level, mm -hmm. meh, Pac-12 guys. 
and it, even below average. Pack yeah, I mean, you lose eight out of nine, you blow twenty-one. Line point. play wasn't good. It was atrocious. I mean, remember, ask Dion. He's got to go to the portal, pay some guys. Um, and listen, everybody wants to go in the portal and pay some guys, right? But. Yeah, at least a million, million and a half, something like that. Well, that's for quarterbacks. Linemen, oh, oh, linemen. Oh. I mean, you know, good offensive linemen might fetch the same thing. So do pass rushers. But it's this is what happens if you're a front runner and all of a sudden you're not at the head of the pack anymore. And Dion is, if nothing else, in my mind, a front runner. He loves to tell people how great he is and tell people how great his program is. And listen. That's how they make their money, though. I get That's that. How they get their fame, and the confidence is fine, and whatever, right? But when that isn't working, what's your plan B? Like, what's Dion's plan B? Is he just going to turn the roster over every year the way he did last year? Because guess what? It's one thing to do it in year zero when it's none of your guys. You're like, hey, I'm bringing in all my dudes. It's another thing to be able to do it when you brought in. 80 of these guys and you're like just kidding you guys aren't good enough either boot and then you do it year going in from year two to year three and you're like hey your guys aren't good enough either oh and i need a quarterback like how how long are guys going to continue to sign up to be disposable because i don't think it's very long no not at this level that's what i mean and Dion, you know as much as he says he's in it for the long haul at colorado he's not He's just not. That's just not what as he's doing. As soon as Shadour and Travis Hunter are gone, he's gone. He, he's, finding, he's finding something new to do. But I'll, I'll say this. You know, the worst thing that you can do is give somebody with a big head some early wins. Oof. And that's exactly why Colorado was so exhausting mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. It's because you upset the national runner-up to open the season. Yet – Yes, that looks good on paper, but if you actually look at the teams lined up on paper, you'd notice that TCU turned over close to half of their roster, and they weren't the same team as they were last year. They were probably built for the same position Colorado built themselves for in the Big 12. Also, like I don't know if you remember at the start of the year, I was like, this is probably like a 6-6 six and six TCU team. And uh, what did they end up? Six and six, five and seven, something mm-hmm. like that? Like, Pretty right close. in that neighborhood, right? So, like, yes, it looked really good up front. But when you actually look at the reality of this team, okay, you don't have Heisman runner-up Max Duggan. You don't have a bunch of dudes on that roster that made them what they were. So, yeah, you get the, you get the juice from beating the national runner-up. But if you actually look at it, it's like, yeah, that's a super average team. Yeah, TCU ended the season – Three and six in conference play, five and seven overall, okay? Yeah, they're exactly. I'm going to go through this for you. Let's (laughs) let's go through Colorado's wins for a hot sec. Nebraska ended the season five and seven overall. Same as TCU, yep. Also, I believe three and six in conference. They, I think you're right. Yeah. I think think you're right on the nose. Uh, They also beat Colorado State in overtime, a game that I actually thought Colorado State played better in. Yeah, I did too. I did too. And also, if we want to. Talk about teams that played better. Like Arizona State was also neck and neck with Colorado this season. Also, Arizona State is terrible. Right. And Colorado State ended this season three and five in conference play, five and seven overall. So those are the first three wins to to losing record teams. Yes. That's Colorado's three wins on the year. And two of the first three most people imagined would be losing record teams. Like most people didn't think Nebraska would have a winning record. If they did, it was like six nationally. 
I, you know, I thought they'd be a little better. But nationally, most people didn't think Nebraska have, would have a winning record. And most people didn't think Colorado State would have a winning record. And then Arizona State, 2-7 in conference play, 3-9 and nine overall. Those are the four wins for Colorado this season. Yeah. They beat losing teams. Yeah. They beat teams that either they could have won the game or the other team could have won the game. Yeah. They did not, they did not win a game. Against a team that was like, hey. That was any good. Yeah, you're, you probably uh, should lose this game. Especially Nebraska at that point in the season. Now, right? TCU to open the year, I, I don't want to take that away. TCU was like a seven-point favorite, I believe. They, yeah, they maybe, were. Maybe even more. They were a favorite. You and know what? I think it was more because they were like plus 800. I think Colorado I think was, it was plus I think they were like a two-touchdown dog. Yeah. But, again, I think that was a lot of the unknown of what Colorado was and an assumption that TCU would be able to retain – a little bit of their magic from last year. And that was a dumb assumption, to be fair. Like, you lose the quarterback who basically fueled your entire season, and TCU wasn't supposed to be that good last year. And so you go into it assuming they're – like, listen, I said this in the moment. I go, that's a 6-6 six and six TCU team, and I gave them too much credit because it was a 5-7 and seven TCU team. Well, we gave Nebraska a lot of credit. Uh, yeah, I gave well, – I'm, I'm a homer. Like, what do you want from me? Like <laughs> – I'm got, always gonna give Nebraska. I'm gonna eh, I'm gonna err on the on the positive side when I'm like predicting record. I'm probably gonna err on the negative side after losses, mm -hmm. and I'm mad about mm -hmm. it. But this is a guy that, as you just mentioned, did not beat a winning team all year, and lost eight of his last nine games. It's not like he finished strong. The last thing in your memory is just, I mean, the, L L L L. Yeah, it's just taking tons of L's. And I just, I, I got to say, one of, you know, and this is probably very petty of me, but some of my favorite uh, moments of watching Colorado in the last half of the season is watching Dion freeze his butt off, making sad Dion face with his hood up. He looks What's like up, the girl? he looks like the Kermit the Frog meme, like the evil Kermit meme where he's just, you know, got the head <laughs> up. And I, yeah. I think that's Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, that, that's with the mittens. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking about the, the good Kermit, the bad Kermit, you know? I'm with um, you. <laughs> I just, I, in, I probably enjoyed the downfall as much as he enjoyed the come up, which probably says something about me, and I'm willing to live with that. Yeah. But I, I just, Sports Illustrated, you got to be better than that, man. Well, it's just the power of the internet, right? Like that, that's really all this is. Yes. Because Sports Illustrated took notice of, hey, if I post this, not only will we get clicks right away, we'll get a ton of interaction, and this will be shown everywhere. And they got exactly mm -hmm. what they expected and predicted because that's just what Dion brings. Dion is president of the sports internet fan club. <laughs> like, that, like that is Dion Sanders. And it's funny to me because I think about other stories that the internet just kind of like runs with yeah, like and rolls with. Self-generated internet stories. So there was a story earlier this week, Robbie, of Corey Perry – Mm -hmm. getting um, let go from the Blackhawks. And it came at a weird time because uh, a week prior, it was like, hey, he's, he's suspended. Well, I, I don't know if it was actually suspended, but he's on leave with the team. And there, were, there was no, like, medical reason for it. it. All it said was for personal reasons. Mm -hmm. And, like, Corey Perry was having a really good season. I think he had either five or six goals, five or six assists, somewhere around that. Yeah. And they, he was initially brought in just to be a veteran presence for that Blackhawks team to groom Connor Bedard, who was the number one overall pick in last year's draft. And uh, uh, last year's? This year's? This year's know. draft. It would, how do he was the do number that? one pick in the most <laughs> recent draft. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> 
you go back a few months, you'll see Connor Bedard's name come off the board first. Just on a side note, real quick, I always I keep wanting to say Chris Perry, who was a random running back for Michigan in the early two thousands, instead of Corey Perry. So if I end up saying Chris Perry, I apologize in, in front. Go ahead. It's it's like it's like Bruce Jenner, Chris Jenner. Like it's that, it's that's, just that's it's, what's going on I, in Robbie's head I just, right I now. I can't. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so Corey Perry is brought in to be a father-like figure for Connor Bedard, get him up to speed for the NHL game. Two weeks ago, they go on, or, or the moms went on the trip. I don't know if you're familiar with those trips, but um, it alternates every year. The moms go one year, the dads go another year. They go for a weekend, um, watch the guys play, hang out yeah. with them, do activities, things like that. This year was the mom's trip. Well, this came out right after the mom's trip had happened. So... People on the internet, this is going back to what we were just talking about, self-generate the story. Yeah, they made assumptions. That Co Corey Perry. They took circumstantial evidence and context clues and came up with this. Corey Perry. Not Chris Perry. Had intercourse with Connor Bedard's mom. Allegedly. Like, that, that's what the that's story was. That's what the story was. was. Yeah, yeah. The, people said, this is why, and, here's, and now we're connecting the dots. First but of all, I blame Zach Wilson for this, first and foremost. <laughs> Not only Zach Wilson, I'm a Delonte West, right? <laughs> I mean, I, Zach Wilson, we have confirmation. <laughs> his his ex-fiance put him on blast. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is true. But that's, that, again, is the power of the Internet. But it's just crazy how the Internet can become this cesspool for misinformation sometimes yeah. because one person says it, another person thinks it's funny. So not only do they, like, laugh about it, but they believe it at the same time. Yeah. So now they say it too. Now you see, like, various sources coming out, and I'll say I'll use sources loosely. Yeah, it's Internet sleuths, basically. Coming out with, like, things. And, you know, one of the most, uh, like, well-known – uh, individuals in like the hockey world on Twitter is incarcerated Bob normally he gets mm -hmm. stories right it, he said it's true because he said something about somebody said this news can't be right and he quote tweeted and said it's true former NHL players just hit my DMs and said he had some extra activities with one of the moms on the trip so now you're seeing this and people just attach that to Connor Bedard because that's who he was grooming sure and so he's like yep he had sex with Connor Bedard's mom <laughs> yep <laughs> That's what it was. And people ran with it for over a day, Robbie. <laughs> over a day. TikToks were coming out about how Corey Perry did this with Connor Bedard's mom. And come to find out, he didn't do anything with a mom on the trip. Yeah, He did something either with a, a team executive, because that's the story that came out next, was like, hey, he may have made a false move with somebody in our, you know, on the, the organization personnel yeah. group. And then even yesterday it came out, no, he was just plastered at some event with a bunch of sponsors, and that's why he got, you know, pushed off. But then I'm like, okay, Blackhawks, like, I can believe, like, hey, it's not the mom. It, it was probably this other story. But don't just come out and say this. it was about him being drunk in front of sponsors because, like, everybody gets a little loosey-goosey. And even if it's wrong in that sense, yeah. like, you're not going to kick a dude off the team for getting – drunk around sponsors depending on what he did well I was right? saying, he while he may there. have like he may have like cursed somebody out or like Maybe. i think a lot of times especially on the internet but but normally like you could probably be like hey man i'm really sorry i was just like not i was not myself i obviously had too much too much to drink like i if, but you, you and know. i both know there's certain things that even in an inebriated state that if you say them, there's no going back. Yeah, but so I, and I, think, I don't know. I think there's an I don't know what that a difference would be, though yes. when you're the the player. Sure. Like when you're 
you're having success on the ice for your organization, which is only good for sponsors in the end. Yeah. So, like, you could probably, in this sense, get a second chance if it was yeah. a situation like that, depending on what was said. I I'm depending with, I like, on what was said. But normally, if I'm just making a fool of myself and I have yeah. too much to drink, it's going to be like, ah, whatever. It's just, he's just right. He's one of the best. We brought him in for this reason only. He's not going to be on the team very long. But here's the other thing that you have to remember with sponsors, because usually you're talking about very rich people who have very large egos a lot of the time. No, no doubt. No doubt. And uh, sometimes in that scenario, when you're dealing with, especially if you're dealing with like Fortune 500 CEOs and stuff like that, or people of that level, sometimes they will make a decision based on their ego that is not their best decision I'm for with their you. business. And I'm with you. So I, I can imagine, and listen, it may have been uh, inappropriate in nature still. Like he may have gotten drunk and, you know, maybe touched somebody he shouldn't, said something he shouldn't in that sense, and that would also make sense. He may have also just popped off to the wrong person who was – having a little bit of insecurity and it's like get rid of that guy we're pulling our money and the Blackhawks are like hey you're not the future see you bud <laughs> that's true too you know so yeah, I, I think there's a lot but I also think the internet is obsessed with sex I don't know if you've been on the internet but like that is you know also so, true. so like yeah. I think there the are ways I think the assumption on the internet is always going to be mm. it's going to go to sex yeah, first and the more I think about it there are scenarios that could get somebody kicked off but I I think there's a little bit extra grace in, in those moments. Uh, like, if you hit a certain threshold, you're good. Sure. Like, a threshold that we would hit, we would probably get let go. Sure. But Corey Perry would be fine if he goes above that. But there's still a threshold right, for him that right. he can't yeah, break. If he goes right. above that, yeah, that then, you know, there, there's some uh, – there's some violations that <laughs> that may get hit. But it's just funny to me how the internet can just spin something and, like, make it be true. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's the perception of it is widespread enough that it doesn't matter publicly that it's not true. And, you know, no joke, I'm watching this transpire, mm -hmm. and I want it so badly to be true <laughs> that in my head, <laughs> that's I'm like, the thing. this is what it is. That's, and that's part of the problem. That's why it happens is because we want the salacious story to be true because that's fun to talk about and let's so let's Corey yeah. Perry getting drunk in, in front of a sponsor unless we know what was said isn't that fun to talk about and speaking of not knowing what was said tell us what Ethan Piper's mom said uh also <laughs> disclaimer let's not be family ruiners like because that really could have happened yeah here. for Connor sure Bedard's family could have split up and so could Corey yes, Perry let's, let's not, not ruin people's that. family with rumors coming up next we've got Tony Osborne from Omaha men's basketball